welcome people to what is the Capable Mindset podcast, although with a bit of a twist this week. As your confusion and curiosity may have already been able to tell, your usual host, Carl Pinnock, who'd normally be carrying out this introduction and subsequent podcast with me as the co-host, is being replaced by featuring just me, Alan O'Garrow, for what will be my first solo podcast. Now, of course, all this has been arranged in all the full knowledge and with the permission, uh, full permission of Carl. Don't worry, nothing's happened to him. I haven't poisoned him or got him tied up in the back of my boot again. I mean, for the first time or, or anything like that. We just decided, or more like I asked really, if I could get a bit of solo mic time because he doesn't really shut up. <laughs> I mean, I've been working on some material myself and I wanted to deliver some quick content to you guys that is more along the lines of being thought-provoking and activity-based rather than discussion-based. I want you guys and gals to kind of take away from this time, not homework as such, but more desire to actually learn about ourselves by asking a very, very simple question. That question is, how well do you know yourself? Now, it sounds like an easy question and most people I'm sure would probably respond with, I know myself really bloody well and start quoting stats back to me like, I'm five foot 11, 14 stone, I, I enjoy socialising with friends and the Friday night takeaway with family, but, but that's not the information, that's not the, the stats that I'm interested in. I want you to ask and answer to yourself questions like, what do you love doing? What is it that you really, really love to do? When I say love, I don't just mean, you know, like a lot or something that you do out of habit. I mean, something that when you are doing it, you lose all track of time. You feel a sense of almost euphoria or excitement like no other time. Maybe you're lucky enough. It's something you already do week in, week out or even day in, day out, or perhaps it's something you've only ever done or experienced once or very few times in your life. Of course, it could be absolutely anything for this question. There's no wrong answer here. It just has to be something that has you smiling at the thought of doing it even before you realise. Now, that's just one question. the the, The objective of these questions and I'll say now that there are a lot of these questions, but don't be scared by that. It's, it's only for the sake of variety. The objective is generally to actually make you unapologetically aware of how well you know yourself. Because by its virtue, if you don't know yourself, how can you expect others to be empathetic to your needs? So by taking the time to do this, go through the process, You're consciously taking steps to not only want to know who you are, but to draw a line in the sand of who you are now and ultimately decide if you'd like to make changes to your current life balance. I mean, after all, we are only ever truly successful and happy when we are in a balance or have a balance across our life. 
anytime something is wrong in our lives, it's because there's an imbalance of something. Poor diet leads to poor health, which leads to not being very happy or too much fun. Uh, never thought I'd be saying this one personally, but you know, too much fun equals an ignorance of responsibility, which can impact our safety needs. Um, safety needs are things like our homes, shelter, health, etc. But this is essentially a situation where you, you could you know, spend all your money on fun and not have enough money left over for your rent and now facing eviction or having to live back with your parents, which is an even more scary thought. So in a way, too much fun can actually end up having a negative impact on your life. So if we don't take the time to look at knowing who we actually are, how can we know if we're on an incremental path to happiness or potentially disaster? So enough of the intros. Uh, I, I want to dive in. Let's and as I said, there's there's lots of these questions, and obviously I can't hear you shout your answers back at me because this is a podcast, and I'm very aware it's just me and my microphone having a chat at you rather than with you. But nevertheless. I just want to go through an example or two um, types of questions that I'd like you to have a go at answering. Now, there's no time limit to answering these questions. Nobody's going to be marking your answers for you. And you can do a different one once a day or a week or whatever works for you. But there are a few things I'd like you to pay attention to when coming up with your answers, which for ease, I will go through with you after we've gone through the example and it will make much more sense at the time. Um, oh, and I suppose lastly, the last point I'd slip in is I would restrict yourself to no more than three answers per question, kind of where applicable. Some questions only have one possible answer, um, but others may start you writing a small, short essay or shopping list. Uh, and, and that's not the objective. The, the idea is to note the most meaningful answers to you. Anything or any more than three, and you, I think you start losing that, that meaning. So let's jump into a question. Um, in fact, it's probably easy if we go back to the question I first started with in the intro as one of the examples. What do you love doing? Now, if you were to start thinking about every pleasurable experience you've had let's keep this pg-13 rated please people <clears throat> you may easily start to go off on a tangent i love footy i love baking i love train spotting etc whatever i just want you to think about the most deep and meaningful items for you if it's easier to write down loads in the beginning then fine but remember you need to be mindful and pick out your top three as your final answers. And and also, if you only have one answer, then that's fine. One will do. But it's got to be that one thing that is meaningful to you and the thing that is most exciting for you. So great. Uh, we've got our question answered. Um, that's not quite it. You've noted down the most meaningful responses to you uh, that you can think of. And let's say... No, in fact, let's not just say let's let's make this let's make it real. 
let's use me as a real life example on this one. Probably not the best idea I've come up with on the spot, but I've started riding this wave, so I may as well ride it the best I can. Okay, so if I asked myself, what do I love doing? Um, a number of things come into my mind uh, at the moment, and I expect the same would happen to you, but ultimately, I'd write down my answers, which are, well, definitely, definitely for me, in the top three has got to be skydiving. Um, free fall is absolutely amazing. I can't imagine when anyone can feel more alive than when you're plummeting toward terra firma at 120 mile per hour whilst eating clouds. It's it's just an amazing feeling. Um, so yeah, skydiving is something I definitely love doing. Um, not that I've, I'm a regular, but it's something I've done and absolutely love. Uh, the next thing I'd say I love doing is oh, <laughs> um, getting getting lost in music, like getting into that hedonistic state of just dancing to music, be it at a, a club, a festival. Or, or even Morrison's, anywhere that's dropping an absolute banger of a tune, I'm instantly closing my eyelids, rhythmically praising the DJ with my hands above my heads, obviously taking care of when I'm driving, but anytime else, I'm just out there making shapes when I hear those those tunes or or something that's just that just touched me. Um Last thing on the list, I'd say probably playing football. Um, no, actually, more, more actually, more important than that is is something for me is actually having my me time. Now, me time for me is simply some point in the week when I just lay comfortably on my bed on a good chair and I close my eyes and I just pay attention to what I'm thinking. It's it's kind of like meditation. In fact, it probably is meditation, but I kind of got my own rules, which you know, for me mean that, you know, I must start off thinking about a beach scene. You know, I need to, I need to be there in my mind. I need to smell the sea and that hear the sounds of the of the ocean and and when I catch myself daydreaming or drifting off topic and I've allowed my mind to to kind of run that's when I need to become aware and I need to restart my session get back to the beach now I don't have any specific time limit for my sessions um I just know that I can't have anything important to do straight away afterwards. Otherwise, I'll just end up thinking about doing that thing. Now, personally, it works wonders for me for resetting myself. Um, and, you know, it, it, it took me pretty much a nervous breakdown to realise how important this reset time was to me. So, yeah, definitely me time is something that not only do I love doing, but 
I mean, it's, it's, it's an actual need. So, th- they're my top, they're my three things. Um, I've got my answers. Um, so now comes sort of the, the, the second part of, you know, once you've got your answers, what you're going to do with it. It's the, the self-analysis part. And I suppose it's at this point, really, where being true to yourself will ultimately give you the richest understanding of you. So things you need to review. There's two things um, you need to review about the answers that we've, or that I've just given about myself. Um, and the first thing is to know how long it took to reach my answers, you know, or in your case, how long it took you to reach your answers, you know, were they at the tip of your tongue? Um, did you instantaneously know what to write down or did it stump you a little bit? The more you think about it, were you struggling to come up with anything of true meaning? And by the way, if you can't answer anything for the life of you, then that's not a bad thing either. For me, admitting you don't know something gives yourself permission to find out what that answer could be. You know, it's an opportunity to learn rather than something to be ashamed about. So don't worry if you can't think of anything. Um, but but now, if it took you a long time to you know, to reach your answers, once you've kind of looked at it and thought, oh, yes, that took me ages or I seem to pull those off pretty quickly, you know, if it took you a long time, was it because it's been a long time since you did that thing? Was it a long time since you've acted in that way? Or is it just a case of you never really thought about it? And then conversely, if you've answered really quickly, did you give your answers the intensive thought that we're that we're aiming at you know are they already passions that are close to your heart you know every day in everyday life or you know if if you had more time could you could you find something deeper to to put down as your answer so it's it's just about the, the timings there and understanding you know, was it was it a difficult thing for me to do or was it an easy thing for me to to come up with and the uh the, the second part uh, of the analysis would be, and this is where you start to probe sort of the possibilities of your potential alternative life, is asking yourself, how would you benefit if your friends or partner slash spouse knew the answers that you've just written down? Do they already know the answers? That you've written down do they know all of them or just some of them would they treat you differently if they if they knew them would it bring about a positive or potentially negative change in your life and let's say if, if that change would be negative having given your friends family and spouses that knowledge then you may potentially be having to mask part of your personality, which then the questions are asked in whose best interest is that for and, and what are the reasons? For me, uh, and in exa- that example, you know, the answers I gave, you know, they came to me quite quickly. Um, I think that's just because I 
just imagined myself in those situations. You know, I've I've, de- I've done them all pretty recently, to be fair. Um, so that's definitely helped. Um, given more time, could I probably come up with one or t- two more? Probably, potentially. I've mentioned the football that is important. I do feel very very lost in the moment when I'm when I'm actually playing I'm quite a competitive guy. But I think I think generally I pretty much nailed it if I don't say so myself, you know. Reflecting on if my life would benefit from friends uh, and partners knowing this. Well one million percent yes. I know my partner understanding I have a need for my me time once a week means, you know, I don't have to make excuses to find that time. Um, They don't clutter my calendar uh, in such a way that I don't have that time available to me. You know, they understand how much and how important it is for me, my own self-development and processing, you know, that is a that, that is a massive win um sharing that knowledge you know i know my friends fully understanding my my party like behavior when i'm lost in the music and my need not and my need to not to want to leave a party you know it's because i'm at one and they know that i want to wait till the lights come on so if you want to go home, it's up to you. But I'm not going until these lights come off. But at least they know that's who I am. There's no mistake in it. Uh, and I think, um, and, and everybody else, you know, um, knowing that I love skydiving probably is a benefit because it serves to help when I'm collecting for sponsorship money <laughs> at best. But yeah, I, I kind of, I hope that gave you like a, a little insight into into the type of things that I'd like you to to be looking at. Um, if you if you check out my my website, which is all the w's dot alcoach dot co dot uk, and search within the blog section, you'll see. A list of, I think there's about 30 questions there, but I've actually got closer to 70 myself, which are available uh, and I can update lists um, if people are finding this of interest. Um, but, But head to the website, check out the questions, pick one, two, five or ten and just just take some time to to answer them and, and actually go through the work and and see how much you actually know about yourself. I did say this would be a uh, a short podcast. Um, it was just one to hopefully build a bit of uh, intrigue and offer a, a bit of difference and hope that you found some value and interest in it. I did wonder how long it would last and how many ums and ahs I've put out there, but I don't think it's been too bad. It's actually been quite fun. Um, 
Myself and Carl should be back to normal proceedings soon. But if in the meantime you want to ask any questions relating to the show, you can contact me on the usual socials, uh, on Instagram, which is the underscore Al underscore coach, or find me on TikTok at the Al coach, or you can email me, uh, alan at alcoach.co.uk. Thanks a lot for your time, guys. Um, and I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.